Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. motherfuckers welcome back to another episode of the low life motherfucking chopper podcast happy friday you butt munches love them <laughs> munching butts this week listen we're back we're back on the uh, the third platform that we used prior now we're using it again this is rano's favorite this is my favorite. I think uh, I want to stick with this one because it has the best editing tools. But we had some problems last week where it didn't fucking work out of the fucking blue for no reason. Yeah, randomly. And I, 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 you know, went to support, and I was like, it wasn't an internet issue, so don't tell me that. All right, what happened? And they're like, internet. It's like you fucking cocksuckers, dude. <laughs> That's like every fucking platform yeah. go to. Must be your internet, bro. Yeah, it's definitely oh bandwidth issue for sure. Yeah, it's, it's not on our bad. end. Yeah. So fuck them, but uh yeah, Squadcast is a dilly. We're gonna try this out. Uh this week we're taking a little break from the interviews and we're just gonna get you guys caught up on what's been going on in our lives. And we're going to do the giveaway. Shit. This is, uh, sure this should we just perfect. do the giveaway right now? Everybody uh, all excited, all hot in the biscuit? Oh, yeah. Get them okay. fired up, dude. All right. I'm all set. Mm. Give them a little got... something. Let me share. So this is Cornerstone Manufacturing DIY chopper sheet <laughs> seat pan. Love it. It's not a sheet pan. We ain't cooking here. Hey, Dan would be pumped if it was a sheep pan. (laughs) Dan's a big baker. All right, here we go. Here we go. We got all our lovely laddies over here in my uh, export sheet. And we got our random number generator wheel. Three, two, one, go. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Well, I can hear it. Number nine. Number nine. Johnny number nine. Rusty Luker. Rusty Luker. Dang, bro. I'm going to figure out who you are. Rusty Luker, hit me up. Uh, Because I only know, like, if you're not on Instagram or whatever, but 
Rusty Luker. Number nine. We got this, it right here. This is all above board. And if you're not on Instagram, just email one of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hit me up on Instagram if you're not on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, rhino at lowlifechopperpodcast.com. Loctite. Or hit up the page. Uh, just get get a hold of us. Um, my personal cell phone number is 603. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Rusty, congratulations. Uh, yeah, hit us up and we'll get that shipped out to you. Um, next month giveaway sponsor. Oh, shit. Should we save it for next month or just let's just tickle it? Yeah, tell them. Let them know. Let's tell them. Kick me customs. Shit. I don't. He made a sick ass set of stainless steel uh, bars. He's a beast. I don't have them. They're downstairs. But uh, actually, he hat still. You keep on making it crooked. That looks good. Hmm. Yeah. So Kick Me Customs out of Ware, New Hampshire. He made a six set of bars. He dropped them off uh, earlier this, was it fucking this week? Last week? Jesus Christ. Um, But yeah, Kick Me Customs out of Ware. Matt, super good dude. Actually, really super helpful too when dude. he came over. Dude, when he came over, he like diagnosed my shovel head issues in like 10 seconds. Really? Yeah, dude. He's fucking really good with bikes. Oh, yeah. Like, he gave me He a... doesn't live far from you, right? You guys are pretty close. No, dude. No, he's like 15, 20 minutes maybe. Yeah. But, That's uh, And actually, he was the first chopper in the wild that I ever saw. Oh, yeah, like, that's right. You guys I... ran into each other at a gas station or Yeah, like right? at a gas station where, like, I stopped for gas, and I saw, like, a sick-ass bike, and I was like, Whoop. And then he came out, and he was like, Whoop. And then we talked for a little bit. Uh, and I was like, no shit, dude. You're, like... I right up the road, uh, but he does a, all sorts of shit, dude. He has like uh, tubing benders. He's like really gifted welder. Uh, yeah. These bars are sick. I'll show them next week when we when we're actually launching them because they're downstairs. Didn't expect that we're gonna be launching them, but uh, yeah, he walked in, dude, and he was just like, "I kicked the shovel head over. I've just put a new CV carb on it, and uh, ran ran perfectly. Like I just." Put the CV. I took the fucking Super E off. It sounded like shit. Could never get it to fucking run right. Put the CV on. Start purring like a kitten. What have I been saying? What your boy been yeah. saying for years, bro? Yeah. <laughs> now I think I'm just locked in the CV. Team dude, CV, like right? <laughs> night and day, dude. I didn't reach. They just it. do what they're play. supposed it to do. Just, it was just worked, and uh, except for one thing, and I was like, JoJo the idiot circus boy, so excited that it was like running like decent. But it had like it kept on like cutting out, and he walks over. He just sticks his thumb on the fucking vacuum tube that I didn't have covered. Mm-hmm. Like ten seconds, he was just like, "I'll oh, just cover that up." And now I just put a cap on it. Fucking runs perfect. Um, yeah, so that was super cool. And actually, uh, Paul, we'll what do you have in it for an ignition right now? I put the two uh, ki, the electronic ignition, Dyna. And you didn't Dyna have tech. to flash it or anything. You could just kick it right over. So it has a. Uh, the way I understand it is from the factory, it has what's called zero dead revs. So you have to kick it over three times before it'll actually fire. Yeah. Um, but I think I do that anyways when you do the prime kicks. Right. I, kinda, I do like two prime kicks and then like kick it over and then get it on that front cylinder. So I also went with a single fire ignition. Okay. Yeah. So I changed out. The ignition, 
uh, I have it set just to ignite on the front cylinder on the compression stroke. And uh, I put the D Dynatec 2K out. It came with the bike that I took out and I put fucking points in. And I shouldn't have done that. Because that just fucked me, dude. Those points were just like... There's too much stuff going on. You right. know, like, I get I get they're, like, reliable and they're cheap and stuff. But I already had the the ignition, the electronic ignition. So I understand, like, uh, why you wouldn't want to fork out the money for, like, an ignition. You know, like, because those things are, like, what, 250 or something like that. I think they're, like, four-something. They're, like, four-something? I'm pretty Christ. sure, yeah. And I know, like, the single-fire ignition that I got, uh, the coil, that's usually, like, in the almost 200 bucks just for the coil. Um, I ended up getting that for $10 brand new. And I the bike came with the 2KI. So I was like, I'm just going to try it out. So I rewired it. <clears throat> it's so much easier to set because you just pop that. There's no, you take the mechanical advance out. There's like a little cup that takes up that space. You put that thing on and you just rotate it until the, like you obviously you get the uh you get top top dead center you do all that shit to get time right but then you just spin that thing and until the light goes off and then you just you know just like it's a led light so it's you know it's in the exact right position right and between those two things so i swapped out the carb to a cv and uh which again i got the cv oxford choppers 10 bucks at the uh, La Espada and uh, EasyCo swap meet. 10 bucks. So, not a whole lot of money into this. The ignition came with it. $10 for the for the uh, single fire ignition. $10 for the carb. I'm 20 bucks into this fucking thing and now it runs beautifully. Mm. The thing is timed perfectly. Like, I can just tell the difference. Really? I don't even have to kick it over, dude. I step it over. I just put my foot on that thing and just, and it fires right up. I don't have to be sweating. I'm a big fat guy. I don't have to be like kicking it and sweating and shit. And uh, yeah, just with the points and stuff, I was constantly fucking with it. I was like, is the contact right? Is this right? Is it like it for me? It just wasn't worth it because I already had the fucking. Now I'm so goddamn cheap that I will probably point, put points into a bike because uh, you're talking 25 bucks, but yeah. it just leaves tons of questions in your mind. Like, because you, you set it and reset it and do the timing so many times, it's like, I, I, at that level, when you're, the little tiny, like, fucking feeler gauge and shit, like, I can't tell. Like, I'm not a machinist, so I can't tell, like, how close it is and what if it's in tolerance. Like, that stuff is, for me, electronic ignition, little light goes off. Okay, it's time right. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. And, uh, yeah, just it fucking, it's finally running really better than it ever has before. And I think a lot of it was, dude, Super E with the velocity stack, the velocity stack, just, I couldn't get that thing tuned right. I don't think I ever got the timing right with the, with the points. Um, but now I know that like with the electronic ignition, the timing is so easy to set. Mm. Um, that that's done, that's done right. And then there's some things I, I'm probably going to do. I'm probably going to go up with the pilot in the CV because it's a 40 uh, millimeter CV. And uh, I think I need a little bit 
more gas in it, but I won't know until I actually get to take it out on the road. You right. Know? But at idle, it sounds fucking fine. It'll idle and uh, it sounds sounds amazing. So I'm a CV guy now. I'm converted. Yeah, they're amazing. And if anybody wants, if anybody wants a vapor honed and rebuilt Super E with a velocity stack from SNS, let me know because it is for sale. Shit. Yeah, I got one over here for sale too. Right there. Yeah. I actually think I'm to. just. I think I'm just gonna trade mine for a CV. That usually works out pretty well for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I couldn't believe how easy, I mean, I couldn't believe that CV. Just like, because there's nothing really to fuck with. Yeah, they're amazing carbs, dude. You just put them on and they work. If yeah. you're not, like, hot-rodding the fucking bike, well, my eyes just went crazy, so I'm got my eye. Um, if you're not, like, hot-rodding the bike, you don't need a Super E. You just don't. You don't need all that adjustment. Yeah, and maybe I'm just, done. like, I'm not a... I'm not like a gearhead, so like that shit, I get confused, you know, like first of all, it's a kick-only bike, so once you get it started, I'm trying to do everything really fast yeah. to like adjust it, but those carbs, you tiny little adjustments go a long way, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you can't be panicking, I'll but be, then again, it's like, it's you don't not want to even, kick this thing for another 20 minutes yeah, to get it's, it restarted. It's not even just you, though, because like I'm pretty fucking mechanically inclined. I've worked on a bunch of fucking old bikes and carburetors, and I've never gotten a Super E to run perfect, yeah. ever. I got my, my shovel had a Super E. It was a one-kick shovel, but it never ran perfect. There'd always be like a flat spot or get too fat up in high RPM and not in low, but in mid RPM, it was fucking money and this and like changing the jets and this and like rebuilding the carb. It, I could never get it dead nuts the way a cv is you put a cv in it runs great it doesn't burn too much it's not too lean everything fucking works great i've never gotten a super to that same quality yeah yeah man i just and anybody listen anybody that's about to write in and say well i mine is awesome shut the fuck up you're a lying little bitch all right the only way you're proving this no way i'll even listen to you is you make you go live you get on that bike and you fucking rip it down the road for 10 minutes live, get off the bike and pull the plugs and show them what they look like. Other than that, I don't yeah. fucking care about your messages. <laughs> no, also, also, you didn't buy it that way. I don't want you to, you go and buy an iron head from an, from an old dude that has a perfectly like dialed in super E. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, old dudes I don't it. use super E's. It's a chick's well, I'm just saying like <laughs> it don't, I want to see someone like take one, rebuild it, put it on a bike, and then jet it perfect and get it like running like really good. Because mm. I don't, I don't know how. Like, I struggle with it. I you could definitely get it running, but like I could never get it running good. Yeah, I always got mine to run constantly good, adjusting, but it was the same thing, always adjusting because it'd always be like just a little too fat. And I'm not saying fat where it runs bad. I'm saying yeah. I know it's fat because I fucking work on motors you know not just motorcycle yeah. motors motors in general and uh so that's what i'm saying is like when i can't get it perfect is like it's always too fat somewhere yeah and also you have to adjust it like on the fly like when we went to deadbeat and we did the kink run we're going up i think it's like 700 7500 feet elevation yeah and i was on my evo with the with the uh 
CV on it. And I'm just like, but Greece had the fucking super E on it and he cut out. He had to readjust his carb halfway up the fucking hip. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, dude, CV, man, like it, they're, they're just, they, they've worked well for me. I'll say is yeah, like yeah. in my experience and you know, like super ease bees, whatever, like, and I know like people that have these wild carbs and shit for me, for like your, if you're like me and you're just not like a fucking whiz bang with shit, dude, you can't beat that fucking CV. I mean, no. that thing just fucking works. It's worked for me on the Evo. It's worked for me on the shovel head now. And I was surprised too, because like on the shovel head, I was like, dude, I don't know, just like a stock CV. And it just fucking ri- runs. Yeah. Like good. It sounds good. I was impressed. And they're relatively yeah, I've cheap. I've never ran one on a shovel before, so I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, that's why I was like a little, little skeptical about it just running, you know, because it, and it's the 40 mil, not the 42. So I was like, oh, like, is that going to be big enough, you know? Because the fucking Super E's fucking gigantic, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I jetted it way up and it was like, but I think it was partly the velocity stack was fucking with me. Um, and I did put an air cleaner on it, which actually I got from that same show. So I got the air cleaner and the carb from that from that swap meet for like I think combined it was twenty bucks. Yeah. That's good. And and I broke that C V by the way. Get getting the uh I was trying to punch out the pin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it was already probably wasn't already damaged i was i probably went a little aggro on it but i i broke one of the post arms right off and i was able to fix it um with some jb weld which i'm told won't hold up in gasoline but it says it will hmm i don't know but we'll find out we'll find out but so far so good i did drop the bowl uh, it's been sitting in gasoline and uh, looks fine to me. But I'll just pick up a, a backup CV for ten bucks at the next swap meet I go to. Yeah. Fuck, dude, I'm low on CVs. Yeah, somebody that listens to this show had a CV for me, but I don't remember who the fuck it was. Can't remember. Yeah, kind of like stockpile bunch. Hmm. <laughs> just have them on hand if someone is someone's having trouble. Yes. Just be like, try this. CVs and 39 millimeters, you got to keep them. Yeah. Oh, the other thing about the CV too is uh, on the shovel head, you have to get the, you have to get the manifold adapter. And there's uh there's a couple different kinds. I went with the press fit. Uh, I think it was prism supply. Um, It worked out great. Hmm. It's like, dude, once once it's pressed in there, it's just like, dude, it's not coming out. Because I know they sell, like, those rubber boots, and I was like, I'm not going to fuck with, like, an intake leak right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, get the Chiwanese fucking eBay, you know, that, you know, that I, I just wanted something that worked. And, uh, yeah, you just press it in with a vice, and it becomes, like, part of the carb. It's an interference fit. And, uh, yeah, it just, just worked really well. So I highly, and it has like an O-ring on it too. So like it, it it's a, a flange, you press it into the, 
you know, uh, into the carb and it has an O-ring that interfaces with, so it's like airtight. Yeah, yeah. So highly recommend that. That was a uh, pretty relatively cheap too. I think it was like thirty bucks or something like that. Yeah. Compared to a twenty dollar fucking plastic from you know Wuhan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna have to get one of those too. Son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> well, dude, CVs are really cheap and super E's are really expensive. So expensive. Like if you get a if you get a piece of shit super E on eBay that's been in a fire, it's two hundred and fifty bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. So and and ones that are like rebuilt and shit, dude, people are selling used ones for fucking four hundred bucks. Yeah. Cause I, I, I wanted to get a super E and I was shopping for them and I was like, dude, I got the shittiest. Dude, the rebuild kit's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And and I highly recommend getting the S and S one. I think it's over eighty bucks for the S and S one. Yeah. But uh I've done a ton of carb rebuilds and I've done a I've done a ton of super e carb rebuilds. And uh when people provide the, you know, Amazon special one, things don't fit. They don't fit together. And I've had to go to the like the hardware store to get like different size fucking screws and shit. The gaskets don't fit. They they look like shit. But uh, yeah. So if you get a you get a piece of shit super e for two hundred dollars, you get lucky. Then a hundred dollars for the rebuild kit. Then you're looking at like sixty bucks for me to vapor hone it. And then you got four hundred dollar carb. Yeah. I don't even know what they go for brand new five six. I, I think five something maybe. They all come with the teardrop and all that bullshit too. Well, I think it's five hundred for just the carb, just the carb body. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If you need the manifold and the fucking air cleaner and all that shit, I'm not thinking it gets expensive. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm stoked though that I finally got that fucking shovel head running right. It's barely leaking any oil. Yeah, that's dope. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I'm. It was fifty five degrees today, and I was like, dude. I was ready to rip it, but and you uh, figured out the trans thing, right? That bolt that was leaking—that's all good now. Yeah, that that's not leaking at all. Um, I'm leaking. The only time I leak is uh, when it sumps. I have to figure out the uh, oil, uh, the oil pump, because I think that ball, the check valve or whatever, it's. Yeah. Uh, I gotta figure that out because it's some like if I don't if I don't ride it for like two weeks. During the winter, which happens because this is fucking, it's freezing in the yeah. snow outside. Uh, it just pukes fucking oil, it just leaks like a quarter oil out. Um, so that's the next thing is I'm going to get that going. I, I saw some cool tips on that. Uh, I heard, I think it's an Evo, Evo Big Twin push rod or something. The The top of it, the ball on the end of that stick the push rod the stick is the exact same size as the uh the ball in the in the shovel head pump oil pump and uh i've seen people like i guess you can you can take a drift and just like basically you want to reshape the mating surface so you can take like uh you can just hit it with a drifter or mallet or something with the ball in there so it like reshapes that but i think what i'm going to do is 
these uh get one of these push rods and you can use lapping compound and just stick it down there and just like get it perfect get a new check ball yeah drop it in and that's about as good as it's gonna get so and then it's good to go but i mean i mean it's good to go now isn't now that it's running right i just have to wait till uh up here in new hampshire it's fucking mud season so yeah you got a little bit of time yeah, I still have ice in the driveway, and uh, my my road, my dirt road is uh, treacherous, even in a truck. Like, dude, I was coming home today, and I speed a little bit, um, but on my road, dude, I, like, I was fishtailing. Like, I was just going like this the entire time. It's thick mud. It's fun, but, like, on a motorcycle, it's really hard. That's crazy. It's mud season already. Yeah, I know. Dude, 55 degrees today. I was just like outside getting some vitamin D. Took off my, ripped my shirt off. Yeah, your boy's feeling good about that, man. Yeah. This is, this has been a really, I'm going to knock on some wood here. It's been a very mild winter and, uh, it's been nice. Having these like 55 degree days is just like, I have, it's like light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. New England has changed. I get the seasonal depression fucking hardcore in February. Oh, so hard. Because you haven't like, done shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I haven't even opened my garage doors. My bay doors are fucking zip tape shut because it gets yeah. too cold. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it's, uh, February is like all the holidays are done. There's There's no other, like, federal holidays to, like, fucking May. Yeah. It's unpredictable. You know, Punks of Tony Phil, he's like six more weeks, a winter. Or this year he was like, spring's coming early, boys. And everybody's like, what? But they have a thing called fake spring that gets you sometimes at the end yeah. of February. You get some sunny days and you're like, uh-uh, spring's right around the corner. And then, boom, 18 inches of fucking snow, like yeah. March 3rd. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta, you just got to be, you know. Indeed, today when I got home from work, I was like, "I should pull the Camaro out." Oh yeah, fuck but then I was you. like, "Now, now I know the snow's coming. <laughs> Leaving yeah. that bitch right where it is." Yeah, <laughs> you're not you're not truly safe until like May. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like you can you can get a snowstorm in April sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm hoping this year it's just like yeah, spring just starts early. Shit, fucking starts popping, and then we can get out back on the road. Cause uh, yeah, I got a new bike. Sure. <laughs> so you guys may have saw that I was selling old reliable my two thousand and three Sportster chopper. She gone. I sold that bitch in ten minutes. So fast. Yeah, I put I put it on. Uh, I literally thought you were joking. Yeah. When you like sold, and I was like, "Bullshit!" Yeah, yeah. It was just the. It was just I put it on there for a fair, what I thought was a fair price. You know? Very fair price. Yeah, and uh, I don't know exactly why I wanted to do it, but uh, in February I get like that seasonal shit where I'm just like I'm like motorcycles, motorcycles, motorcycles. And I buy, I end up buying every single motorcycle I've ever owned, I think, is like I bought in February, you know? And it's like my, oh, by the way, I just had my birthday this week. So I was like, it's kind of like an excuse. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I can buy something fun. It's my birthday. Treat myself. But it's also like I'm deeply depressed and I was like, I need motorcycles in my life, right? So it's my way of just like, but I'm also broke. So I was like, I have to sell a bike to get a bike. Yeah, know? yeah. And uh, yeah, so I sold the the 03 Sporty, the old uh, Rhino Resto Chop. And the dude was super stoked on it. Uh, it was a guy from Maine. I posted it up and he was like, I'll be there today. And he gave me asking price. And he was like, see, remember we talked about this before. If you're looking for something, this is how you do it. If you're in the market for something and it pops up, that's what you do. You say, Hey, I'm on my way. I'll give you asking price. Yeah. Done. Yeah. doesn't matter who else hits that dude up. He's waiting for you now. Yeah. And I got a, I got a lot of people hit me up. Um, you know, and they're like, hey, is this still available? Or, you know, like, what's the fucking... Th-? And I was just like, I have a guy coming tonight. So if he doesn't buy it, I'll get back to you. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, dude showed up in a U... He rented a U-Haul, backed it up in my fucking driveway that was iced over, dude. I was like, I was like, dude, you might not be able to get out of here if you back He's like, I'm from Maine, but... Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was like, dude, and not like Portland either. He was like from the some place I never heard the of. Deep yes. north. He's down with the Downey's Dickering, dude. <laughs> but uh, he showed up. He had an envelope full of cash, and he was just like smacked it down. I was like still trying to sell it to him. I was like, oh yeah, and this thing and blah blah blah. And he was just like, yeah, I'll take it. Help me load it up. Yeah, want to hear about it? <laughs> so it's bittersweet because that bike, I've really fucking, I've had so many great adventures on that bike it's been so good to me i've learned so much from it but uh it was just i couldn't the shovel head was like my first ground up everything build where i did everything on it and i was like i'm keeping the shovel head yeah uh but i really the reason i i sold it is because i wanted a soft tail shoot and I had my eyes. Not just set. any soft tail. Yeah. It's uh I wish you I wish you could pull a picture. Yeah, I'll post a picture. Uh I'll post a picture of it when uh for our reel. But uh there's a there's a place up by us and they do they're like the biggest used bike sales in the world or something like that. And not too far from they're about twenty minutes from my house. And I've bought two bikes off them already. Mm. And in fact, the last bike I bought off him, I bought a bike off him and I rode it around for like two years and then I sold it back to him and I actually made a profit. I sold it back <laughs> to him and they cut me a check, dude, for 50 bucks. And I was like, what the fuck? Usually you get, you get fucked. Yeah. But this place is like, they're really cool. They're like no commission sales, no pressure. You know, they work with you. Uh, but I saw uh, it was a 99 Softail Springer. And, uh, so nice. It's like, yeah, dude, it's a 88 point whatever cubic inch, 1450 Evo, uh, Evo with a CV, with a CV, with a factory Harley Springer. Yeah. Thanks sick, yeah. bro. So I just, I got that and I was like, dude, that would be, that would, I need something a little bit bigger for some highway miles, you know, some long distance shit. I want something a little bit bigger. Uh, so I, I, I 
went down there and I got that after I sold that, uh, sold the Evo, um, went and picked that up. So I got that and it didn't work. I got it. I fucking went and, and bought it and before they release it, they go through, they look at like, oh, does directional not work? That, you know, like they do the whole thing and they start it up and they run it and uh in fact the brake light didn't work like on the uh like one of them didn't work i think it was like the foot the foot brake switch didn't work it wasn't illuminating and i was like dude i don't even give a fuck you know like whatever just throw it in the back of the truck uh i got threw it in my uh brother's truck we rode 20 minutes down the road unloaded it put it in my garage won't start just cranks won't start and I was like, what the fuck, dude? So I'm like, am I retarded? Am I missing something? Like, I, I went through the whole thing. Like, charged the battery, fresh gas, pulled the plugs. I'm I'm like, dude, I'm even on Google. Like, I'm on YouTube. Like, how to start it night? Like, am I missing a step here? Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is going on? I felt so stupid. But I'm like, no, this thing should be fucking running, dude. So I call him up and I'm like, I'm like, dude. Is there, like, a hidden kill switch or something, like, I don't see? Like, what the fuck is going on here? And the guy's like, no. I mean, that thing should be running, so they're going to pick it back up and fix it up, and then they better drop it back off. So, but, yeah, I'm stoked on the, uh, I have big plans for that bike. And, in fact, before everybody starts writing in, all right, my plan is to hardtail it. All right, but not this year. I don't, just don't do know. it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to hardtail it. I don't really need the suspension. Is it? I don't think I need that. I think you're really gonna like that soft tail. Well, we're gonna ride it around this year, and we're gonna find out. But <laughs> I just. I mean, it makes like knowing what I know, like that I can hardtail that oh, relatively yeah. cheaply yeah. with a decent hardtail kit. Um. That's really the direction I want to go. But uh, this year, I just, I don't have the money to, for a build. So I'm, I'm going to ride it around. First order of business. It has tons of Kiriakin parts on it. It has so a many. fucking hypercharged. Oh, yeah. It has a Kiriakin grips. It has all the ugly stuff. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to make it presentable at least. Um, I'm probably going to rip the tins off, you know, like do some small stuff, uh, to make it presentable, but uh, I'm just going to ride that around for longer trips and then, uh, yeah, shovel head for everything else. Um, it has some cool, uh, some upgraded parts like the PM uh, braking, uh, front and rear calipers, uh, has a couple of fat, fast bits. They did uh, mention it may or may not be cammed. I don't know because I can't start it. It sounds but, uh, really well. It yeah, sounds, sounds like great. Sounds amazing. So, and I don't need a title for it because it is a 99 and that's the cutoff for New Hampshire. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'm going to, anything Kiriakin is going to be resold on eBay to some fucking loser. And I'm taking everything, all the directionals, all that bullshit off. And then, uh, going to try to figure out how to make this thing look cool for at least one season. But the plan is like next year, I'd like to, I'd like to hardtail it possibly. But, yeah, that's the deal. Evo's out, soft tail's in, um, and I got the shovel head going. 
And I just got a new truck today. Or a new Fucking to me. killing it, dude. February's yeah, been a good month that. for you. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, no luck. Paintworks just uh, got a brand new truck, and I went and dropped them off to go pick it up down in some podunk-ass fucking town in Massachusetts that's two hours away. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I'm i buying his, I bought his truck off him. Uh, so yeah, I'm stoked. I got a, I haven't had a second vehicle for a while. Uh, so I got a truck, bike, my shovel head runs. 2024 is looking up. Looking up. Yeah. Starting with a bang. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I mean, the thing about the soft tail is I don't know how to make that rear end look cool. You know what I mean? Like sissy bars, like seats. I don't know. It just, I think the, and the other thing is, is that fucking thing is super heavy, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, if you take out all the, the fucking shock bullshit and, like, the swing arm and all that bullshit off the back, you're losing, like, a, a lot of weight, dude. Yeah. A lot of weight. Yeah. And uh, what is it? I would I would do the Road 6 hardtail, same one that's on your shovel head. And that's a, that's a really good hardtail. Like, yeah. you, can use, you can just use all the fucking stock shit on it, right? Yeah. Keep well, the, the five-speed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think Grease had to do, like, some customizing to it, but I don't think it was much. Yeah, I think he needed, like, a sprocket or something like that. Yeah, some weird shit. It won't be... Oh, well, actually, he went to a four-speed. I don't even think you'll need to do that with the five-speed. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Everything just, like, lines up. Like, everything should line up perfectly. I don't know. We'll find out. But I got to save up a little coin to do that, like, a full build, because if I'm going to do that, you know. Builds are expensive. <laughs> so fucking expensive. Dude, I mean, just the hardtail in all new tins and all that bullshit. But, uh. I was thinking about doing split tanks on it because I really like the idea. Those lowbrow split tanks are sick. Th that's the, exactly the one that I was looking at because yeah. I can hide the master cylinder for the for a remote reservoir right in between there. Okay. Yeah. So that would be sick. So I'm definitely going to do that. Um, it just makes sense. And then, dude, it's like once you put a hardtail on it, it's it's like a shovel head frame. You know what I mean? Yeah, essentially. So, but then you get that huge engine, and that's that's really what I wanted is, uh, you know, something big that can comfortably cruise. I'm going to need new tires and shit. They just put new tires on it, too, though. That's the thing that sucks is I'm like, can't really justify $400 for, like, cool tires. Yeah. I'm just going to tool around on it this year and see how I like it. It's a good Who idea, knows? though, because that gives you time to uh, put a solid year on the shovel. Oh, yeah. Make sure that's fucking running good before you tear down your one only other bike. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I didn't I didn't get a lot of seat time on the shovel last year because it was just constant problems. Yeah. But I think it's in a spot now where it's like, 
I should be good to go. That's the bike I want to ride. So up up next is if I have enough time. I mean, we have a few more months. I'd like to repaint it, the tins on that, do a better job, do like a no-luck paint-worthy job, uh, and then just ride on that. And if we have to go, if we're going to fucking New York or South Carolina or whatever the fuck, hop on the soft tail, you know. Yep. I ain't getting soft. I'm planning on hardtailing it, guys, okay? I can already hear the fucking comments coming. <laughs> yeah. Because I rail against that shit. <laughs> but, yeah. It'll be good. I mean, I've been pretty bumming, dude, not having, like, you, you, when you have a build, like, during the wintertime, it takes up so much of your time, uh, you know? Yeah. And not working on, not having that, like, being preoccupied with that, like, it's been tough. It's been good, actually, like, the podcast takes a lot of my time up, but, like... I just haven't even... I just don't even touch my build. Just let it simmer. Yeah. It's just marinating. (laughs) (laughs) It's just marinating. Uh, uh. That's cool, too, though, because, like, that shovelhead build, dude, I did it in two... it, It took two years, and, uh... You have a lot of time to think about what you want and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let it marinate, you know what I mean? Get, come up with the better ideas on how to do things and, like, get a better strategy. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying this one, just taking my time. It's a lot cooler this way, I think. Yeah. Not to mention, it's like, dude, people that build stuff for shows, I don't, dude, you have to, like, spend fuck tons of money because you're like i need this and i need it now you know you're yeah. not like i'll just wait till chop you know like swap season yeah yeah you just like you have to order it brand new because you need it yeah getting stuff at swaps is like the most so nice just like so nice it's the most rewarding thing because you get to go to the thing and this i was actually i was talking to dan today because we we're in the car for like uh two hours you know and I was like, if you don't love going to swap meets, yeah, if you don't clown. love going to shit, then you're not about this, dude. Like, no. swap meets is like my, I like live for them, you know? It's like a flea market. Yeah, it's where all the boys are. Shit. All the boys are there. All the boys eat, are there, dude. I don't care if I- eating fucking dude, glizzies. You know how many fucking swap meets I've gone to with no money? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm broke as fuck, but I'm still going to swap meets because I want to chill with the boys. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, chilling with the boys, fucking drinking at seven in the morning, uh, just motorcycle parts, old dirty bikers. It's just like there's nowhere else I'd rather be. No. So if you don't like going to swap meets, this probably isn't a like for you. But yeah, it's fucking and then weird. When you do have some money, dude, like we didn't have a lot of money, but I got dude, I, you don't need a lot. I got a bunch of stuff at that swap meet. And uh I feel good about it. You know, like when I pay my motherfucking electric bill, I don't feel good about that. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this feels like I'm getting raped. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you get a you get a car I I need a counselor. Fucking... <laughs> if you get a fucking you get a part for your bike that works out and you're out like ten bucks, dude, you feel so good. good. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like I just feel so good. Yeah, swap meets are the fucking shit, dude. Yeah. I don't care I what anybody tell... says. What's the next swap meet that's coming up? Keen. Is Keen the next one? 
Oh, uh, nah. Uh, is Stafford before Keen? Is Stafford before Keen? I don't, I don't know. I've never been. I would like. You to never get been to Stratford? Never. Oh my god, dude! It's like three hours from me. It's like a hundred times better than Keen. It's w- so good. Do they do it like they do spring when, and fall? Okay, so the same as same as okay. So yeah, I'll I'll definitely make the trek down there. I'd like. Yeah, let's I go to the next one, and then we'll then we'll go crash Chicken Rick's house. He doesn't live far from there. Where where's Oh, it's it's Stratford's in Stratford. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely want to get to that one. It's pretty for far sure. for me too. It's like two plus hours. Yeah, it's like a whole day event. And especially like at Swap Meets, you kinda of want to get there early. That's why yeah. I never I set up there one time, dude. We got there early as fuck. Oh, you set up there. Yeah, me and Steve did we do me and Steve set up there and made like twelve hundred bucks. I'll set up there. It was crazy. Make it definitely worth it. Yeah, we were selling like hot dogs and shit. <laughs> That's another thing I was talking about today. The hot dog cart. I know. I haven't lost I wanna, the dream. I want I want to make that a thing this year. That's dude, one what of if, goals. What if we just make a fucking low-life hot dog cart? Yeah, dude. Like, dude, oh, have Dan paint it? Yeah, that's like what I'm saying. Like a and shit? Dude, I see a and lot then, of guys. You know what a lot of guys are doing now? Is they're getting the pop-up campers, and then they're gutting the inside, and then taking all that fabric off the walls. So then... It still collapses with the aluminum roof, but you can lift it up and it's open 360 and they're turning that into like flat tops and shit to cook burgers and dogs and all that. And like making that a food cart. And you get pop-ups on fucking line for free all the time on Marketplace. That's fuck. Oh, dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's a big grill. Dude, could we get a couple of fucking Blackstones in there. Get some yeah. hot dog steamers. We be styling, bro. The low life hot dog. Dude, co- we'll do, we'll put our jobs to, and go on tour. Dude, I would love to have a hot dog <laughs> cart. Just like you set up at a fucking, you know, it's an outdoor venue or whatever. You have your hot dog cart there. You're gonna be attracting people. You making? You selling hot dogs? What two bucks a piece? Uh, what well, hot dog? What's the hot dog market? Four bucks. These days? Four bucks for, for a good hot dog. dog. Yeah. Yeah. Just un- you know. Have the fucking condiments, have the fucking shit. And oh, then... you could have you could have the legit condiments because when a lot of people, man, when you, they hear like, oh, hot dogs with, and then you have ketchup or mustard. No, bitch. No. I want the fucking relish. I want the onions. I want the I fucking want jalapenos. Onions. I want the fucking pico. I want all that shit. I want all jalapenos. the choices, dude. Oh, dude. So look, this is how I make my hot dog. I do relish, onions, and then a line of jalapenos across. This all goes on the bottom of the bun, by the way. Okay. So it goes relish and then onions and then a jalapeno all the way across the fucking bun. Hmm. Then the hot dog, then mustard. Fire. So good. Yeah, I'm down with that, dude. Sometimes I'll put some pico on there and shit, dude. Pico de gallo? Yeah. Damn. So good, bro. It's so good. Yeah, dude. I used to, uh, when I lived in Rhode Island, they had this place called Spikes, and they made, like, these fucking insane hot dogs, dude. They were so good. It was like eating a fucking, like, a like a sub or something, you know? Uh, but, yeah, I like I like just just the basics is good, dude. Relish has to have raw onions, relish, mm-hmm. mustard, bare chili. minimum. Chili, Sometimes dude, I love jump. the chili. I think on hot dogs, you got to do mustard. You have to do mustard at least. Yeah. 
yellow mustard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't come back with that brown fucking mustard. That's not for hot dogs. Brown mustard. Whoever's doing that, stop. Yeah. That shit tastes, by the way, that tastes like shit. Yeah, and you know who eats ketchup on hot dogs? Stop pretending it doesn't. My fucking kid, all right? Yeah. When you're an adult, you put mustard on your fucking hot dog. (laughs) Yeah, like, you want to stink when you're done. And I don't want to see you doing this stupid lime bullshit. If you're not squiggling that mustard, dude, I'm pissed. Yeah. Yeah, what do you what's where do you fall on celery salt? Uh actually I like it. You like it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's like a thing that people tried to dress up their hot dogs, but it doesn't really work. I've never put like, it on it's a hot dog. Salt. Dude, yeah. Well that's like a thing, like celery salt on a hot dog. Yeah, I've never put it on a hot dog before. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Oh, you know what's really good on hot dogs? It was hot sauce. The shits? Oh shit, I haven't tried that. <laughs> That might be good. I'll just like dip it's the wiener good. right in the thing, pull it out, and then put it in the hot dog. You don't even need to fucking cook it, dude. Just <laughs> raw hot dogs. <laughs> Midnight uh, snack. I've eaten way too many raw hot dogs in my life. It's just like rolled up bologna. <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember, uh, I think it was like, gra- I went to a graduation party in high school or something. Someone had just like a box, like a brick of like 4,000 Gloglins or whatever the fuck they're called. Raw. Just shit-faced kids just like throating dog after dog. Oh, man. I could fuck That's up gross. some wieners right now. I yeah. need to. I've been trying to get a fucking steamer for the garage. Yeah. If if anybody has a... I want the one that does the buns and everything. Steamer, like old-fashioned steamer, stainless steel. Yeah, yeah. Buns and dogs or a cart. I am interested in purchasing a low-life cart yeah. for events that we go to. Yeah. I want to do the low-life hot dog tour. I like it a lot. Yeah. Dude, oh, we'll build a cart that you can tow behind your motorcycle. Uh, a sidecar. <laughs> a hot dog's sidecar. I love this. Hmm. That's why Rhino got the soft tail. Now you guys know. Dude, I would 100% build like a sidecar that does hot dogs. Oh, so easily. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. We're starting a hot dog business. I'm quitting my job tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I get my I'm first. the hot dog business, bitch. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Yeah, so if you guys want to book us for any shows, reach out to Rhino at lowlifechoppodcast.com. The lowlifehotdogpodcast.com. Dude, I'm not even kidding. That's been my dream for so long. So long. I've wanted a hot dog cart. Yeah, we're going to make it happen. You know why? is our year. When I was in construction, whenever I'd have to make like a Home Depot run or whatever, there was always this dude... That had a hot dog and sausage cart in the parking lot at Home Depot. Bruh, you would have to wait 15 minutes in line to get a fucking sausage or a hot dog. This dude was hopping, bro. I was like, ever since then, I'm like, this is what I want to do if I was safe. Yeah, dude. The markup's insane. Dude, a $4 hot dog? Yeah. You're ma- you're making like three ninety on that. Yeah. <laughs> They got, dude, dude, you dude, buy in bulk? You can do five bucks. Do a hot dog and a beer. Five bucks. Yeah. We got to make this a thing by our show. 
by low life lowdown we'll have a hot dog cart that we curate we could do that yeah yeah i actually uh did a little <laughs> research on uh dunk tanks really yeah there will 100 percent be a dunk tank there if they allow it with midget uh, I was thinking about like actually, I, I'd like the the listeners to to weigh in on who should be in the dunk tank. Should it be me and Loctite? Should it be a midget? I think it should be a oh. midget with a fat ass with a white t shirt and titties. It would be cool though if we dressed a little person up to look like me and you. Like there's a little low life uh, Loctite and well like a little rhino, and then they work the dunk tank all day. And of course, they keep all the tips. Look at us hiring my kids. <laughs> yeah, true. They do look a lot. Like, they already look like us. So, if you want to dunk my boys into the dunk tank while they're we wearing a fake beard and a low life hat, fucking eh. Yeah, I can't wait for that show. Yeah. I'm going to be reaching out to PBR uh, tomorrow to see if they'll Just hit up us. Ronnie, dude. Hit up Ronnie from the back road. Oh, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. And ask her for the connect. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like, if I can get a, I'd die a happy man. I don't know if they'll let us, though, because we have, they, they have a bar. Yeah, no, but you're just dunking in it. Oh, uh, okay. But what do we do with like, that drinking it? I ain't drinking that shit, dude. Yeah, but what do we do with all that beer afterwards? You can't just let it go in the lawn. It would smell so bad. Yeah, I didn't really think this was all through, but... <laughs> we could just have, like, free beer while it lasts. <laughs> Hand out solo cups. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to book the next one at a farm or something so we can actually do that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about, like, uh, the next one. If this one goes well, then the next one we can do private property. Because uh, we've been spitballing. We're like, oh, yeah, we'll have a CeeLo table. We're going we're gonna to have a dunk tank filled with beer. We want to do a bunch of illegal shit. Yeah. I don't think the, I don't think this place wants us to do it all. No, nah, I don't think they do. If we had private property, then we can turn cops away when they show up. Yeah. If we could lease a place for a weekend, we'd be fucking styling, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, we're already looking at 2025, but 2024, we're going to do the best. It's going to be great. What we it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be definitely better than last year. Oh, and, 100%. Uh, if we can, even if we can get a dunk tank, if it's just water, I mean, dunk tank would be sweet. Well, I remember, remember they had an issue last year, Dom. Uh, yeah, Dom. Dan wanted to set up that kiddie pool, and they're like, yeah, people and their rules and their liability, you know what I mean? Everybody needs to chill the fuck out. Nobody's going to get sued. Well, I am in the market for a new bike. Maybe I'll sell one. <laughs> fuck. That's why, we, that's why we're putting it on the show. Yeah. Insurance fraud. <laughs> this has been the plan all along. Yeah. We had to do last year just to make it look legitimate. This is true.
Oh, dude, you know what I fucking found out today? What? One of the fucking lowers on this front end is fucking leaking. On the shovel? Yeah. And I just rebuilt that front end, so I don't really know. Where is it leaking from? Right at the, like, where the cup is. It's leaking out of the top, dude. Yeah, like, weeping somehow, and the bike's not even moving. So, I'm not really sure. It's weeping up and out? Yeah. And I barely have it strapped down, so it's like I'm not applying too much pressure. So, I don't know. One of them did get stuck, though. Um, I don't know what happened, but the leg got stuck in there, like what, what happened to Dan. When you and, were taking it out? Uh, after it was built, it. I had to take it back apart. I forget uh, why. I don't remember why. I had to take it apart when I was at Steve's, though. Maybe it was something with the trees. I don't remember. Uh, but I had to take it apart, and uh, the leg would not fuck come out, dude. Like, it would just would not come out. I think it was one of the bushings. Like, um, after we got it all out and everything, I realized that once I put oil in it, whatever, like, little dust was in there from when it got turned on the lathe, back up behind those bushings and oh. i think it had it pushed out just enough it wouldn't fucking slide out of the tube um so i did take that apart and then use the same lowers but they've never been i mean use the same uh rebuild kit uh but they've never been on the road or anything so i was like they should be fine um but the one on the right side is fucking the cam side is leaking so i might have to rebuild them again I don't think that's going to fix itself. Stupid. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Just like, that's all it would take, too. It's just like one little flake behind that thing to just yeah. like let the oil weep out. Yep. So, hmm. Yeah. So I got to fucking figure that out. This front end's been a real cunt to me so far. Yeah. You know, it sucks to have to rebuild that again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't even gone down the fucking road yet. <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, what else? I mean... I'm going to pull... I'm going to bang the dust cap off and see if I can, like, see. Um, yeah. I, mean, I literally just noticed right before we started recording because my tape measure that's on the lift is wet. And I was like, what in the fuck? So, it's wet. Yeah. It has to be that rubber seal, though, right? I mean, because... Yeah, I mean, that's the last that's case. That's what's keeping, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe that got torn or something, or something's lifting it up just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I got to pull it off and look. But we'll see what happens. Just get a springer. You don't have to worry about that shit. Yeah, at first I was like, I wonder if it's because I filled it with the tubes in the neck, so the neck was slanted. I mean, the tubes were slanted. And then I just filled it that way. So I was like, well, maybe it just like came out or it just dripped all the way down the fork tubes. And again, that could be a thing, uh, but I have yeah. no fun. I just haven't looked yet. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So I don't know. How much How, how much is coming out? Is it like dripping out or is it just like? I mean, I can't just... see it, but like the tape yeah. measure that was on the lift under it is wet. 
You sure that's oil? I mean, it looks like it. And this oil, when I like rub my hand on the backside of the fucking lower, it's wet. It is. So. Hmm. Yeah, knock that dust cap off and see what's going on under there. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Kind of yeah, sucks. Yeah, that's not a fun job. That's not like an exciting job to do on a bike. No. Well, the thing that sucks is like, I've already put the motor and trans back in the frame. You know what yeah. I mean? So it has all that weight on it now. So now I got to fucking, and it's on the lift. So like yeah. now I have to jack the bike up first and be able to get it high enough to slide the fucking fork tubes out. Do you have like a, do you have a scissor jack for yeah. like on the lift? Okay. That's really helpful. So I have the scissor jack, but I still don't think I'm going to get it high enough. Well, actually, oh, yeah. you got six over? I get the six over and there's a 21 on it right now. I guess I'll, I'll rip the wheel off and yeah. then pull them down, but I still, it's going to be fucking close still. Yeah. If you take the wheel off, it should be. But good. I also have another, I have like the regular like motorcycle jack too, like the one on the ground. Yeah. So I know that'll definitely do it. That gets to the height. It's just nice. The scissor jack is nice because then you don't have to take it off the lift. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping I can get it high enough. We'll see. I don't really have other news on the shovel because I haven't really been doing dick to it. I don't have... That was it, man. I mean, it's like been a slow fucking winter. Oh, it's been, dude. I've I've, I've barely been in my shop. Cause like, and it, that's the thing that sucks too. Is like, I got the the pelt stove, and like that's fucking great. But it's like when it's seventeen degrees inside the shop. And I got to come out here and clean the pellet stove and then get started. And then it takes an hour to warm the shop up. And I'm like, by that time, now it's already fucking seven (laughs) o'clock. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Oh, the other, I guess one other update to the shop, shop update. I got a dry blast cabinet again. I went and got the uh, Harbor Freight blast cabinet. I had like a 15% off coupon. And uh, I want to start doing a little bit more vapor honing stuff. And it really speeds up process when you dry blast first for, like, paint, things like that. Yeah. Because I really, I I had one before, but I wanted the shop real estate. But since I've redone the shop, I've actually enabled myself to have that like I can squeeze I was able to squeeze it in and uh that like paint removal and like when things are like really cr- like I've been working on uh John Luke's panhead and that thing is fucking dude like the the oil that's on that thing is like a quarter inch thick you know what I mean and vapor honing is great but it's more of like a finishing you know, right. to get that in cleaning, uh, to get like really rugged shit off and definitely like powder coat and stuff like that. 
uh, you need to dry blast it with aluminum oxide or something like way more aggressive than glass bead. So I actually just got that set up and built and working uh, this week. So hopefully the idea is I should be able to be able to cut down on my time. Um, cause that's a big thing is like vapor honing. If you're vapor, you can vapor hone, uh, paint and grease off, but, uh, it takes longer than dry blasting. So I'm hoping I can do like a two-step process and, uh, just do a dry blast, get everything cleaned up, get paint removed real quickly, and then throw it in the vapor honer. So trying to do a little bit more with that. I've been, uh, I've been just, dude, super busy with the show and house stuff. I've been doing a ton of uh, renovations, and I'm basically an electrician now. Dude, I've been running lights and fucking getting, like, deep in the electric shit. Really? Yeah. So, like, every weekend, instead of vapor running, I'm, like, in the house. I'm, I'm tearing down walls. I'm putting up fucking, you know, I'm running lights. I'm doing all that shit, putting in breakers and shit. Uh, and it's actually really fun. I was thinking I was thinking I might quit and become an electrician. Jesus. Yeah, dude. Cause those motherfuckers get paid, dude. Oh, they get it paid. It's not that hard, dude. Yeah. It's not that hard. Once you get comfortable with it and you're like, I have like the right tools now, you know, like so I can test and make sure like that's things like not electrified. Uh and I got things to like snake the wires through the walls and shit like that and over the ceiling. Um but yeah, I've been doing a ton of house house projects. I basically uh, created a new room in my house. Um, so yeah, I just haven't had a lot of time to do between the show and the house and all the other sh- like just living life and having a family and doing all that shit. I haven't had a lot of time to to do vapor honing this year. But yes, uh, I'm hoping to to ramp that up uh, here in the spring, especially like. You know how lazy these motorcycle dudes are. They yeah. procrastinators. Dude. They leave everything in the last minute. So I think I usually get like a rush in the springtime when they're like, do my carb or rebuild this. And it's like, for, you know, March, April time frame. So yeah, yeah. I'm set up to do things faster, which makes it cheaper for you guys. And it's easier for me to, because I have to spend so much time on my feet. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. I have done almost no pinstriping this winter. You did your pellet stove. I did my pellet stove. I did a couple orders for people. Um, but other than that, man, I've just, the same thing, just been like busy fucking doing house shit, the new job. Yep. I have a lot of house shit I have to do this summer, actually. I'm sheetrocking everything. Oh, yeah? That's going to suck. What are you, Definitely. tearing everything out and putting new sheetrock up? Yeah. Is it already sheetrock? No. What is it? It's like thin panel. Oh, it's like paneling. Yeah. Yeah, like different panels throughout the rooms and shit. Not are you, uh, how are you with sheetrock? Pretty decent? I mean, I can get it done. It takes me a, it. it takes me a lot longer because I'm not good. You know what I mean? But I know how to do it. I fucking suck at sheetrocking and I hate it. I'm I used to mud sheetrock. I did that for like two summers. You good at mudding? Yeah. 
Okay, I suck at mudding and I suck yeah. at sheetrock. Yeah, I'm good at mudding. I can I I'm can just, mud like I mud pretty fast too. I'm just looking at the sheetrock because this this is all brand new. Like last year, I did this was all unfinished, and I'm just looking at all the sheetrock I did, and it's fucking terrible. Really. It's fucking terrible, dude. Dude, all the times I've, I've been, been up to your place, it. I still have not been upstairs yet. You never been up here? I have no idea what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like this. I can't, it, it's so dark, I can't see anything behind you. Yeah, no, this You just is, looks like a floating body. Little... <laughs> I know, with the, <laughs> the black t-shirt, dude. Yeah. Make a like a high, make a high knee hole. <laughs> I'm like the fucking genie from Peely, dude. I should probably uh, do uh, something different, but uh, I'm limited. It's a, it's a, the loft, so it's just the roof. So everything is slanted. There's nowhere good to put anything. Right. But uh, yeah, next time you're over, I'll give you the old tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, every time I go there, we're just in the garage, and then we—I don't know what we've just never gone upstairs for some reason. Yeah. We should do an episode up here. I I have a little studio with a couch and all that shit. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Sick. So. I need to redo the a setup I have here. I just don't like it. It's like you it's can make too like close a little, you to can do the like power a, stove. Yeah, you gotta... Even in the wintertime, it's too close. You just need to... All you need is like a little corner where it's just, you could do like a little recording booth. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about it doing it over in the phone. corner down by where the TV is on the other side. Um, so I don't have anything over there. Dude, make it like a little recording studio, have the mic hanging down and shit. And right. Like yeah. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. That would be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was thinking underneath the T, underneath where the TV is. I have the mini fridge, and then I'm building like a whiskey bar right there, out of yeah. old out of old pallets, so like holds all my whiskey. And then right to the left of that is just like a small wall that's like I think it's three feet, um, which would be fucking perfect for like dropping all this shit. Oh yeah, yep. So I just gotta actually do it. Hopefully, it's nice this weekend. I'll get some shit done this weekend. I think it, I think it's gonna be nice. Looks like it's warming up. It's gonna be like sixty next week. Really? Yeah. I like the sound of that. Yep. Yeah. This is uh. Every once in a while, I need uh, this type of episode where we oh, just hundred percent. Because when 100%. you have uh, it's so less it's so much like less stressful when you don't have like a third party yeah you're not trying to line up with their fucking schedule and hope their wi-fi works and this and that yeah it just flows through like dude this episode's been fucking titties there hasn't been any freezing there hasn't been anything yeah dude and it's uh it's just good to like talk through shit because we talk like throughout the week and stuff but to put it into like i don't know it's been like cathartic to just be like chill yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like it. No, I next agree. week. Next week's gonna be an absolute shit show. We're doing the biggest group uh, interview we've ever done. I think we're gonna have and six sync. people. And <laughs> sync. So, 
we're going to get back on the hobby horse and uh, get some people in here for you. But uh, yeah, this is, this has been a, this is what I needed today. I yeah, felt these, like this. These are my favorite episodes where we just like bullshit. Yeah. And talk about hot dogs. <clears throat> yeah. I know people hot dogs, shovel heads, what we haven't done. <laughs> yeah. House renovations. Yeah. The only thing we haven't touched yet is chickens. Not a lot of chicken activity going yes, on over here. S- same. Chickens <laughs> are just laying low for the winter, dude. <laughs> yeah. I forget they exist during this time. Yeah. Me too. Except my kids yeah, well, are going to Florida this week, so I have to take care sure. of them for the next eight days. Where did, what do you get? What are they doing down in Florida? Uh, I think they're going to Disneyland, maybe. You're not invited. No, it's with their mother. <laughs> uh, you're you're not allowed in Disneyland. <laughs> nope, come <not. laughs> on. Um, yeah, they're going with their mom, and they're the ones who do the chickens every day. So, yeah. Which is, is weird because their... the chickens were my thing. You know what I mean? I usually go out and do the chickens, and then they're like, "We want to do chores." So then I gave it to them. I kind of I miss talking to my girls, dude. Dude, yeah. I mean, chickens are fucking silly. Dude, my chickens love me. Yeah, they love me. I, every time I walk outside, I'm like, "Hey, girls!" And I like cat call them, dude. They love it. They're all fucking. Get all excited and shit. I let I'll open up the fucking because they have like their own shed that was converted into a chicken coop, and uh, I'll open up the fucking doors, dude. They all come out. They just follow me around the yard, jumping in and out of the shop. And then when it's time to put them to bed, I just grab some fucking feed, shake it. And I'm like, "Come on, girls!" And they just all come running from all over the fucking place. Go right back inside. I'm the yeah, chicken I whisperer. Love, uh, yeah, my I'm not. I don't do the, any of the chicken stuff. My wife does, but. It still puts a smile on my face when it's like she goes outside to get the chickens and she's just like, they just fly from ever. They're like flying or running yeah. with their fat little chicken butts. And you're yeah. just like, this is silly. You, know? Yo, you haven't given us an update in a long time on that turkey. What? Oh, uh, big, big tiny. Yeah. The one I always beat your ass. Is he's he still around? Solitary. Yeah. He's, he's a uh, bobcat bait, dude. Oh, shit. He, He's in solitary confinement. My wife built a a single structure just for him. And he's been being a dick. He is uh his temperament has not changed. He's still uh he's still a lunatic, dude. Like she'll go out there and like, you know, to like feed him and shit. He can't be he's he's needs to be locked up. He's like it's either death, like he he needs like the death penalty. Yeah. Like he there's no there's no like recovering from like he has some deep trauma or some shit, dude. He's not. <laughs> he's not gonna be rehabilitated. Like he's he's, he's a the piece bad of shit. seed, but he's not allowed. He can't come out. He can't like go free range with the rest of the turkeys and shit because he beats the shit out of everybody. I'm like, if I eat him, yeah, I would definitely if uh, if my wife would let me. Dude, I mean. I've been very close to shooting him. Like I was actually outside, you know, just like with with my uh with my pistol, like, you know, making a I was making a bum barrel. A fifty five gallon drum. I was just like putting holes in it so it you know. And he started attacking me while I'm actively firing a fucking gun. Oh, that would have smoked. And if ass. I didn't love my wife so much, I had that thing pointed at him and I was like, can I do it? 
can I do it? She's like, I was like, sorry, but he flew right in front of the barrel. I didn't even see him. <laughs> yeah. I, but he's going to, you know what, though? He's in, he's in solitary, and that's where he eventually something's going to kill him. You know, like we have foxes, we have uh, bobcats, we have fucking all sorts of shit, and uh, we lose a lot of chickens and turkeys. Especially this time of year, mm. like we had a fox come out and kill fucking three three chickens in ten minutes. He just went frenzy, dude, just ripping off their heads and shit. Wow, yeah, I took a couple shots at him. I missed. I don't really I have any kind of predator issues around that. Yeah. I mean, you're like deep mountain, but. I've yet to be able to catch a predator. They're really good at what they do. Yeah. Or I'm really bad at it. But like when that fox came back, he killed three and I knew he was going to come back for the other dead ones. So I have like a balcony on the second floor and I, I sat out there with, uh, with my rifle, you know, with the scope and I'm just scanning. I'm waiting and I see orange out in the woods by this dead chicken. 308. That motherfucker ran, dude. He was like, oof, off of smoke. And I was like, he's coming back for the other one. And it, one was on, like, in the woods. And then uh, one was, like, on the other side of the house, like, on the other side of the property. So I went out there, and I waited, and I waited. And chickens and shit, they'll talk to you, you know? So, like, we can hear, like, they'll be like, and we're like, that's a distress call. So I, I ran outside, and uh, my wife tried to shoot it, I think, with a pellet gun because she didn't, like, want to kill it. She, like, shot it with, like, a pellet gun, and the thing started running, and as it's running, I'm popping shots off at it as it's running away from me toward my neighbor's house. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I hope I didn't kill Marilyn. Oh, straight bullet. <laughs> but I didn't hit it. I need some fucking, like, training or something but i got the i get the like the red dot and shit but it was like during the day so i couldn't really see it but god willing one of those fucking predators will take big tiny in one day rip his fucking head off poor tiny he's just confused do you, hey do you want a do you want a turkey oh i'll fuck that thing up dude dude you Maybe listen that's what he needs here's the deal is you guys when you go to that St. Patrick's Day parade, I'm going to sneak up to your house and I'm make it look like a bobcat got his ass. <laughs> Dude. My wife listens to the show. <laughs> hey, Kate, listen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love that turkey. <laughs> if something happens to Big Tiny, though, it was totally an accident. Yeah, nothing to do with me. <laughs> oh, fuck. All um, right. We need to do housekeeping. Housekeeping. Do you guys like my new hat? I love that hat. Dude, like I was telling you in the beginning, man, it's one of those five panels, I think what they're called. I fucking love this thing. Do they fit so nice? Oh, and it has the trucker mesh in the back. Yeah, it's yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's like a five panel trucker hat. Yeah. I fucking love it. The fat patch and the camo. Yeah, it's my buddy's roofing company. Check them out. Tall pine roofing. That's sick. 
I'll make him pay us for that ad. <laughs> Yo, it's 20 bucks. <laughs> um, uh, housekeeping. Let me see here. Let me pull up my notes. You know your boy got notes. Do you have notes? No. <laughs> Here's what I do is I text myself. That way I have like the show flyers and shit. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Um, let's see. Up first, we got La Espada Chopper Show. Saturday, May 4th, 20, 24, 576 Primrose Street, Haverhill, Mass. Uh, they have an indoor show, outdoor show, music, raffles, awards, start at 4 p.m. Show starts at 12 p.m. Uh, if you need any, if you have any questions, hit up F6T9W on Instagram. And tell them that you heard about them from the Low Life Shop podcast, all right? Uh, oh, shit. Why did I X out of that? That was stupid. Uh, next, we have our motherfucking show. The Low Life Lowdown, June 8th, 2024. Um, this is at 232K Highway, Epping, New Hampshire. There'll be food, beer, music, raffles, motorcycle and chopper show, and biker games. 12 to 5 p.m., $10 at the door. All raffle proceeds go to Operation Purpose. Listen, lock in that fucking date. You're not going to want to miss this. We have a bunch of ideas. We actually have to get together, me, you, and Dan, and uh, start ironing this shit out. But we have a lot of fucking ideas to make this show great. Like Tony the Tiger once said, um, you're not going to want to miss it. So save it on your fucking calendar, June 8th, 2024, in Epic, New Hampshire. Come fucking party. Um... And I think you're going to like the surprises. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about that show. Me and Dan were spitballing a bunch today. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, so we got some good ideas. It's just a matter of pulling them off. <clears throat> All right. Um, I don't have any other housekeeping. We did the sponsors at the beginning, so now we can... Roll into uh, the this dick. Uh, just roll into that bit. Just roll. <laughs> just back it all out, Terrence. <laughs> we can shout out those motherfuckers that make this show possible. The motherfucking sponsors. Hey, listen, February is uh, when we do all of our sponsorship shit. Damn, I said that without fucking it up. Um. <laughs> If you want to become a sponsor of the show, hit one of us up on Instagram. Hit one of us up on our emails. Uh, you can get all that from lowlifechopperpodcast.com. Um, or if you want to become a giveaway sponsor for the month, that's one way where you pay zero money. You just donate something of your craft. That's how we help the fucking public out that don't have the money for advertising. Also, on the other advertising, we have two different tiers. We may even have three tiers this year. Who fucking knows of different price points? Um, that way, literally anybody can become a sponsor without breaking the fucking bank. Um, yeah. 
And we actually, we, we'd love, if you're like a small independent business owner, we'll work with you. We, we love the small guys, you know, if you're a one man show, hit us up. We'll work something out. Yeah. Hit us the fuck up, bro. Um, so anyways, that's that part. Up first, we got motherfucking Deadbeat Customs. Steve, the creator of the Deadbeat Retreat, where all the lives go to die. Um, listen, Steve's been with us since the very fucking beginning. I say this every week, but it's the truth, damn it. Through the motherfucking cancellation, we got canceled. Steve stayed with us. Through COVID, Steve stayed with us. Steve Deadbeat getting shut down three fucking times. Steve still stayed with us. All right. So help us return the favor. Shop at deadbeatcustoms.com. Use code lowlife at checkout to save some motherfucking money and go check out their YouTube channel and on Instagram. Next. Wait, hold on. I got to put this away, dude. <laughs> I'm going to be fucking ass in about 10 minutes. You're going to fall asleep, Adrian. Hold on. Um, next, where was I? Uh, we got. Give me a second, boys. <laughs> next, we <laughs> Darren at No Love Pay Works, the motherfucking homie that is painting all. Of the shitty choppers in the East Coast. Old son is fucking killing it in the paint booth. He is the best in the Northeast. Don't at me. I don't give a fuck what you think. Don't fucking slide in my DMs. Suck a dick, bitch. No luck paint works is the only place you go to get your motherfucking paint done. Unless you want to rattle can it yourself. Because that's what you get with all the competitors. All right? Hit up No Luck Paint Works on Instagram. Tell him that the Low Life Chopper podcast sent you, and you want him to put a little jingle in your life, okay? You want that nice, nice paint. You want that candy paint that fucking Post Malone was talking about. Let him know. Up next, we got Steel City Blacksmithing, the man, the myth, the legend, Josh from fucking... What the fuck is that city called? Uh, Philly? No. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Twisting all things metal, bringing your build to the next fucking level with all this shit. I'm telling you, there's nothing that looks better on your bike than twisted steel, especially oh. when it comes from Steel City Blacksmithing, because old son pushes the motherfucking envelope every goddamn time. Check them out, steelcityblacksmithing.com, Steel City Blacksmithing on Instagram, and tell them your boys from the Low Light Type Podcast set you. Next, we got Lowbrow Customs. Everything in the the road ahead. The only motorcycle fucking website where you can build an entire motorcycle from engines to frames to gas tanks and fenders. Get all that Lowbrow Customs and uh, drop a little note in your review. Say, hey, Lowlight Chopper Podcast sent me here. We love you. <laughs> Up next, we got 
Stay strong, Co. I thought there's someone before him. Stay strong, Co. The homie in the white pants. We're loving him. He looks great in white pants. He makes delicious hot sauce. He builds crazy artsy shit that looks fucking super cool. He builds fucking jacket, for Christ's sakes. Hit up Stay Stronco on Instagram. Grab you yourself some of the fucking most delicious hot sauce in all the land. You can put it on everything. Fuck Frank's Red Hot. And tell him the boys from the Little Life Chopper podcast sent you. And make sure you watch out for that exclusive. Exclusive merger that we have still yet to talk about. <laughs> Next, we got... This one's you. Oh. <laughs> Matt at burnt up wood burning photo realistic. Burnt no up. CNC. No computers. Just the old fashioned way. That's super These impressive. Nits. Oh, yeah. It's so yeah. impressive. Gorgeous, dude. Gorgeous. Uh, he, does, he does fucking bikes. He does cars. He does whatever you want. Uh, if you, you can even get, he'd probably do something with your, like, your fucking name or something on it. And, like, Dope. oh, the Frost Clan or whatever. Uh, but Matt Wood, uh, burnt up wood burning. Um, we're going to, we're going to talk to him about getting something for a giveaway because it's, uh, beautiful. He already said he's going to do our bikes, but we, we need to do a show one. Hmm. We need to do an LCP one for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Next up, Rhino. <laughs> so many last but not least coming up. Rhino Resto. <laughs> Inconveniently located in Hendricker, New Hampshire. You need four-wheel drive to get out of here. Mud it's season, muddy. baby. It's mud season, baby. So bring, bring your side-by-side. -side, get a fucking, uh, I don't know, a fucking four-wheeler you can use usps they don't actually even come to my house they're going to drop it off at my mailbox a quarter mile away uh this is the home of the vapor owner boner except no substitutions i have a focus on vintage motorcycle and tool restorations friendly service even friendlier prices get at <laughs> me today for a free cost you nothing quote or joke i'll tell you a joke i'll give you a quote you might not like the quote but you like the joke. The quote might be Last. the joke. <laughs> Last but not least, Loctite's motherfucking chop shop. Come on. located in Epic, New Hampshire. You can ask anybody around. It says it right on the goddamn sign, the sign that says the center of the universe and the home of the three governors. I don't know what the fuck that means, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> uh, for all you pinstripe and knees, hit me up, Loctite's chop shop on Instagram. Um, whether you want garage signage or fucking rat finks or your fucking whole chopper pinstripe, let me know and we can make it happen, Captain. And last, last but not least, this show, this show, <laughs> the Low Life Chopper Podcast, the premier podcast about choppers. We do video, we do audio. We have a website. It's called www.lowlifechopperpodcast.com. There you can visit us for all our shops and socials. Uh, you can see our uh, episodes there. 
you can drop us a line. We have our emails there. So if we get everything it wrong is there, the show, <laughs> everything's there. Just go to there, www.lowlifechopperpodcast.com. And uh, thank you, everyone, for supporting the show. Thank you for our new patrons. Patrons? <laughs> patrons? Patrons? Uh, really fucking appreciate you guys. Um, that motherfucking Laddie Club, baby. Yeah, dude, Laddie. I forget how, I forget we, the sign we came up with. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that too. It was something oh, like wait. the Wu Tang sign. No, it was like the Shocker. Oh, it was the Shocker. Know. It was the fucking. Oh yeah, like the this or some shit. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> One of the Laddies will fill us in. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, super appreciate you guys, and uh, we're trying to grow this thing. We're trying to. All this shit ain't cheap, and uh, we're working toward our goal for 2024 is studio, baby. So keep it coming. Keep on sharing. Cost you nothing. When we post our shit, share it around. Let your friends know that they should be watching the show, too. Last yeah, please but share. Least, sharing is, like, the most important part. Share that bitch on Facebook. Way. Share it on fucking Instagram. Clip it. Make little reels of it. Do whatever you want to do. Help yeah, us out. You can... You can make some shorts on YouTube too. I I, le- I I allow that. You can just remix it. You can make me uh say you could overdub it and make me say some fucked up shit. You can just yeah, yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah, but, clip uh, it up. Share it out. Um that that's what gets it. Rate it. If you're on iTunes, rate it. Give us five stars because that really does help to spread the show. And we want everybody to be a part of this community because it's so fun. So cool. Hopefully you guys like this episode. It's different than, uh, it's definitely 100% what I needed. I oh, needed I love one, one chill week. I need a bagel uh, right now. Did you have supper? No. You didn't have, I neither did I. I'm just been eating beers, but I'm going to go inside. Look at my eyes. Can gonna, you tell how hungry I am by looking at my eyes? <laughs> 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 you can see the hunger in my eyes. <laughs> uh, <what can> I... <laughs> All right, listen, you little weasels. We're fucking out of here. <laughs> I'm going to get bagels. Rhino's going to fucking drink beers. And uh, we'll fucking see you next week. We love you. Yeah. <laughs>